talked about the first four issues of the 2018 Donnie Cates run of Venom. We're doing something different this time. We're not doing video. Um, part of it is just me being lazy. The other part is I'm kind of waiting on something else to happen for us to do video. Lazy ass. Um, so... Admire our beautiful logo, or work and listen, or drive and listen, and do other things and listen. Cook, clean, you know, the usual. As long as you listen. Don't give a darn what you do. Open your eyes and open your ears, and you can close your eyes. Open your ears and close your eyes. Alright, are you set? Uh, I'm set. Alright, so, last we left off, uh, our boy Eddie and Miles were in the stomach of a dragon that they kind of unknowingly got swallowed into. Because we're going to ride the dragon. The dragon. Um, and... Mile, and we drop in, and Miles is punching Eddie to wake, wake him up as they're falling, falling down from pretty much the upper atmosphere down to Earth. Um, and he wakes up Eddie, and they're falling, so they have to think quick. Eddie suggests making a parachute out of web. Um... And Miles is like, I can't do that. Do a new thing. Uh, and of course, because what kind of Spider-Man doesn't have any web? I know, right? What are you doing, Morales? Does he really not have web? No, he has web. He's just out of web. That's what happens when you don't have web shooters built into your arm. Looking at you, Sony. So, uh, yeah, they're falling to their doom, and then, um, what miraculously happens next, though, Venom freaking sprouts wings, dude. I thought that was pretty cool. That was probably, like, I think, honestly, I was probably behind at this point, and that was, like, the selling point for me. Was to start watching, well, not watching, reading Venom uh, at this point. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Marvel's Motion Comics. So, Venom sprouts wings, and you decide this is where you want to read? I think, honestly. Did you read back? So, this is where you started, and then you went back? No, no. I read up to this point, but like, this comic drew me in. The idea of Venom having wings drew me in. So that's where they sold you at? Yeah. 
death uh, from above. Please see page blah 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 for awesome image of the Wolverines. I really need to find like a, a display gallery online to link to for all the awesome uh, pictures from this. I think that would be cool. I don't know how quickly I'll get ripped down for copyright infringement, but actually I can start like a Facebook page for it, or like a something. You could start a Facebook page for the group. If you'd like to join us in, uh, you know, like another oh. group for the uh, podcast. Yeah, for a podcast group. If you'd like to join us in comic book conversations, and you think that Facebook would be a good idea, let us know in the comments. And for this video, if this uh, podcast gets 20 million likes, then we ain't doing shit. I quit. I'm rich, bitch. All the likes. I don't think that's how that works, but. I mean, but you gotta get a view to get a like, right? Aspirations. Um, and ADD kicks in. Venom drops uh, Miles down on a roof. Miles, uh, I don't know what he was thinking about, like, clicking his web shooter at that point. Like, you couldn't make a parachute, so what were you thinking? Maybe he figured he had enough web to try and latch on. I think the coolest thing about this is these wings come from the connection. So now, at this point, the symbiote is able to do stuff that it never thought of in its wildest dreams because of the connection that it now has to the hive mind because of whatever it was that Noel did to it earlier. <coughs> Trying to burn out the, um, the air quotes infection because I said it was infected with humanity I mean to us that, that doesn't make sense but I'm sure to know that makes sense and after landing that's what uh, Venom explains to Eddie I said okay let's say Venom I mean I think that's the symbiote's name that's how they refer to it, but I don't think that's a symbiote's actual name. Can we name the symbiote? No. I'll call it Rich. But, uh... just said was pretty much what happens next Venom lets Eddie know that you know this is what happened and now we have a connection and because of the connection I can do this but 
there is a side effect. Because he's now connected, he can see and he knows where Nolo's at, but that also means, boom, 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 he can see where the hell you're at too. No shadows. Yeah. Um, but there's also another thing that I did speak on in the first one. First podcast that, spoiler alert, forgot to drop that in. Mm-hmm. Um, he also knows that Rex is a symbiote too. Well, I mean, at that point, I still mean consistent the connection. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you sense the connection that between the other symbiotes. You just need another uh, lightning bolt. Um, so, I think that's cool. Like, they stopped web swinging and just fly everywhere at that point. And they fly over to Rex, drop in, and say, hey, motherfucker. And there goes my F-bomb. I mean, if you could just fly and drop in on people, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I would definitely scream, death from above! (laughs) (laughs) Only way to do it. And then I... So, one of the weird things that always confused me, um, Venom as a uh, weapon. I've never really seen him do too many sharp objects. Why is that? Mm, I don't know. Is that just... I would assume that's personal. I mean, he's got the claws. I don't know. I just assumed that he couldn't really do them. Yeah, maybe he's able to do it now because of the connection to the hive. Maybe. Anyway, spike through Rex's face. Rex reforms into, like, this kind of faceless figure. Um, um, kind of a shock that he made contact with the, uh, with Noel. Um... And, uh, Eddie kind of coerces Rex's symbiote into joining them to help fight, uh, Null. And they go down into an armory that Rex apparently has set up, and this armory would put a some people's doomsday bunkers to shame. And exit ups. issue number five. Boner inspiring. And then issue number six actually had, I like the armor for this. I don't know why. I think maybe it's a little uh, zombie apocalypse feeling. I get that. Coming all Punisher like. Yeah. And uh, you see them arming up and enter this awesome image 
every gun possible that it can attach to his body. Uh, grenades, knives, the nine, the whole nine. Laser gun. Who's got Excalibur, bro? Who's got a sword? Dude, this is borderline on like the war machine. Uh, the war machine venom. Venomized war machine. Yes. And venom's on the rooftop. It's raining. And down comes Shaggy. And they go through the rooftop. Venom hits the floor with a thud, and the symbiote dragon comes in, looking like she wants to eat Eddie for dinner. Let's just talk about uh, Eddie standing on the rooftop with his hair blowing in the wind like I'm fabulous, bitch. I mean, wouldn't you? The rain winds what looked squarely in. I would. You caught up yet? Mm-hmm. You caught up yet? Mm-hmm. Alright. So, um. Hey, wait for it to download. I didn't have this one downloaded. Digital Comics brought to you by Comicsology. All Marvel Comics come with a free digital copy. So, feel free to get your physical and digital. If you live in Augusta, Support Augusta Book Exchange for your physical needs. Go see Paul. Also, your Marvel Comics uh, codes are good for one year from date of purchase or, no, from date of release. Um, so, that being said, you can still get your digitals all the way back to issue number one. Hurry up and act quick before they're too late. Well, at this point, I'll, uh, might come out better just buying a digital volume. Yeah, um, that'll be dropping soon too, so. Mm-hmm. I know what you were. So, uh, Venom goes in here all hard nose, shooting laser beams, he's got laser out the ass, looking like Tony Venom Starks. And, uh, can I just say, like, one of the most, I guess, one of the most badass things you can do fighting a dragon is just go running straight into its mouth. Like, if we're going to get these grenades in here, we're going to get these grenades in here. So he just runs into the dragon's mouth, holds it open, and just tosses off, like, a bunch of grenades down the thing's throat. I mean, that's So, he does this, dragons down now, crashes out, and you see Noel in the middle, Noel is a little weak, probably disoriented from the uh, eight grenades that the dragon just swallowed. Pretty sure I can't take eight grenades to the face and stand up straight on down, so I'll be there. Image, uh, not image, um, 
it's like he's still attached though, so but I mean Yeah. What this shows though, uh <coughs> he didn't try to take him over. And he does succeed in a way. He starts to take over the symbiote. He can um only fight so much before he eventually just pretty much just snatches the whole damn symbiote off of Eddie. Well, can we rewind a bit, go back like a couple uh, slides? Can I just like point out the laser to the chest from the shoulder? I'm telling you, man. Yeah, the predator gun on the shoulder. Laser point. Aim with the triangles. And back to where we were. And it's not just like he rips him off uh, out of the symbiote. It's like he repelled him out. Yeah, with that almighty push. A little tip if you know to offense. But. Um, Eddie hitting the wonderful lines. You want it? You can have it. You can have my symbiote. But it's not singing anymore. It's your coffin. Boom. And electroshock therapy. All about that body. And boom goes dynamite. And the the city acts at is he a god? As he uh, climbs back on him. And you can still see that there's a hole in Eddie's chest. Like, it's not just gone. It's still there. Yeah, well, the hole in the jacket is there. The hole in the chest is on. Jacket, chest, it's still evidence. I mean, you know. He's kind of been fighting symbiote dragons. I don't know when he's supposed to go on and do a wardrobe change. Never, because he doesn't have a wardrobe. Did you see the shack? Okay, we've already discussed it. Eddie lives in squalor. Leave my man alone, okay? He's a minimalist. Takes a special kind of badass like Eddie. 
This is going to be a chippy rapid healing and speed force, and I'm good. That's all I eggs. But in the process, the symbiote realizes that if Eddie continues to do this, that he will die. He will die from shock and the pain. And so the symbiote does the only thing it can do once you've been in a toxic relationship with someone for 20 years. And he covers and protects them to death. I think first appearance was like mid-90s. Yeah, but timeline. <coughs> oh, well, yeah. we don't. I don't care about timeline. As yeah. far as we know, it's been twenty years. Okay. And he's not freaking fifty. But he jumps back on him and he protects him from this pain. And uh, as Eddie collapses, um, you see the symbiote that was in his body. There's no connection. You cannot feel the symbiote. What? Also, you gotta ask, is Noel really dead? Or was this just his connection in the hollow form? Well, that's kind of a given answer. Because if you go back to the earlier comics, you know Noel isn't actually there. His he's in the planet. Yeah, he's in Quintar. The ominous thing about this, though, at the very bottom of the page, the end. And. Not to be continued. The end. Yeah, you can take that however you want it. Um, you can take that as this is the Marvel killing Venom. Um, you can take this as the end of that particular symbiote. You can take this many different ways. The end of the null arc. Quite literally the end of that arc. Yeah. And you you can take it for whatever you want, but obviously we wouldn't be here still discussing this if this was the end of the comic and end of the Venom series. So we know it's not the end of that, mother... <laughs> I already dropped my F-bomb. Mm -hmm. I really need to work on language. Well, well you're a dirty freaking sailor, okay? Yo ho, fiddly dee. Dirty mouth. You need orbit. Orbit for dirty mouths. Ding! Oh my god, I need a soundboard now. So then, roll over issue seven. Issue seven, yeah, it is. Um, issue seven, you see some military group. We assume Shield. Yeah, it's an anti-symbiote task force. ASFT. ASTA says government anti-symbiote task force. And they show up, yes. flashing badges. And big ass guns. They find Eddie in a pile of symbiote soot in the front in the furnace. 
Then you flash forward again, and Eddie has got a styling ass haircut and beard for the gods. Styling and profile. Woo! Rick Flair. Two claps and a Rick Flair. Woo! And Eddie wakes up to. Bum, 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 some mysterious figure. The creator. The creator? Mm hmm. That's what he calls himself? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a lame code name. Well, you know, Reed Richards from another dimension. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Dude, like, I was watching Elseworld, and it made me remember how lame the monitor was. Like, of all the code names you get, you're the monitor. Hall monitor. And of all the names you want, it's the creator. Oh, I mean, I guess that can have different connotations behind it than just monitor, but still. And he announces himself as Free Richards. I mean, he's obviously, well, spoiler. I'll, I'll slow down. Um, feel free to chime in. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's getting questioned. I know the general gist of the questions that happen in the general conversation. Well, I don't know in detail. He wants to know if he remembers anything and if he has any recollection of how long he's been there. And what you come to find out is that Eddie can't sense the symbiote and he doesn't hear the symbiote. And the reason is because the symbiote has turned, <coughs> I don't want to say primal, I guess animalistic it's like the symbiote is brain dead but it's still acting but there's no personality no anything for him to interact with but it still acts of, of its own accord if something tries to hurt him it reacts to defend him if his life is on the line it reacts to save him yes and it's still trying to protect him so what you find out though through all this conversation is that this is not the next day from the null attack as Eddie originally thought it was, but it's actually like several weeks later. And the reason is, is because the symbiote is blocking his memories. So it's helping him act and do things and it was blocking his memories from him so that he didn't remember what was happening. I guess the symbiote decided whatever was might have been too painful for him to remember. I mean, he did experience significant trauma with the fire, so that's not just say anything. But also you have to remember that the symbiote kind of acts of its own accord. And you can <coughs> how you want it. But if the symbiote feels like that something might be painful to the host, then yeah, it'll protect it. It's kind of what it's programmed to do in its nature. So that, that again, you see kind of like a almost animalistic instinct is to just protect the host and prevent it from seeing trauma. Um, but, you know... 
goes over the past events with Eddie, explaining to him, hey, you know, you haven't been here this whole time, so we think you might have the symbiote sample from the dragon. Um, so... Well, he hadn't told him what it was yet. He just told me that they stole something. Something was missing. Okay, yeah, well, he might have stolen it. Okay, well... Spoiler! I mean, we know what happened. Venom shows up at his pop's house, though. Finds out he's got a little brother. Kind of like you. Beats like that. Shows up at his pop's house, finds out he's got a little brother. So he took him all the way to California or whatever, because apparently Eddie's from California. San Diego to be exact. And. Also, side note, see the Venom movie. <laughs> Which. Hold on, time out. Spoiler, uh, if you don't want to hear about the Venom movie, spoiler alert, uh, you should skip probably like about two minutes forward. Uh, the, sorry now, the Venom movie, what about why, didn't he get the symbiote in New York and not San Diego? Okay, they had to make the Venom movie stand on its own without a Spider-Man. Okay, understand. Yeah, that's um, pretty much it. That was just the only reasoning. They just wanted to stand it out from Spider-Man. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be a solo. Yeah, but now, who produced the Venom movie? I don't remember the guy's name. Um, wasn't it tied with Sony? It is. Yeah, but Sony has rights to Spider-Man. Yes, but putting that Spider-Man and those one-off movies effectively ties it to the MCU. Yeah, but he doesn't have to show up. Mm, there's something that just came out recently apparently Sony's demanding that he start making appearances in those movies well that's <coughs> one of the things that I saw that Spider-Man is supposed to be in the sequel yeah. which I'm excited for I think I like I like them I like the uh, movie and I've watched it like four times yeah it definitely got unnecessary flight. yeah um, and spoiler if it's not already two minutes. Um, explaining past events and Eddie doesn't quite understand because he doesn't remember any of this. And this is when Eddie realizes that or thinks he doesn't have the symbiote on him anymore. Uh, and he's threatening Richards, um, thinking that they removed the symbiote, and he wants it back, of course. It's Eddie. He always wants it back. Right. And throws knife at Eddie's face, and of course, what does the symbiote do? It protects him. And then Eddie realizes he's had the symbiote all along. He just can't detect them. Wearing it as a t-shirt. Why do you ever get cold like that? Nah, bro. You got symbiote heat. It's a different kind of insulation. Nike Thermofit ain't got nothing on that. And read. 
Richards explains to Eddie that basically a symbiote is pretty much brain dead and it just acts as a guard dog mm-hmm. or a, his words, uh, it just kind of more animalistic, um, protecting its host, doing what it's supposed to to survive and continue living, but without the communication and without his personality. Um, unfortunately, uh, that's not kosher with Eddie. And you get a big reveal here. But if you've been reading along with Spider-Man and all that stuff, you probably already know this. You get the reveal, he says, about there really only being one host who had been able to make contact with the Hive and survive. And that host being Flash Thompson. But alas, Flash is dead. And this is apparently the first time that Eddie is finding this news. You get this last final shot of Eddie with a super surprised look on his face. All gap-jawed, mouth wide open. So, if you want, I think there was a release of uh, Venom, uh, the annual Venom after this. Um... It has nothing to do with the heart. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the storyline. If you want to go over it, that's fine. If not, we can continue continue forward. But we can breeze over it really quickly just for uh, namesake. Um, I mean, all you really need to know is that the uh, Venom Annual is an anthology. It's a mixture of six different stories. Um, It basically starts off with a bunch of villains in a bar. They're all telling stories about how they came toe-to-toe with Venom and survived. And why, well, trying to convince them why Venom is scary and why they're so tough. But they survived. It's, uh, if you're one of those people who like short one-off stories, I'd definitely check it out. Um, some of them are really interesting. Especially the one about Juggernaut. I thought the one about Juggernaut was pretty funny. Yeah, so did I. Um, and thank you for that, because that was exactly what I was looking for when I said brief over it. So, issue number seven ends off with a to-be-continued, to unlike our previous issue. Um, issue number eight picks up with uh, Eddie wearing the symbiote with the Venom uh, logo on a, I guess you would call it a biker jacket. I thought this, this image was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that was definitely pretty cool. Um, and he's standing over Flash's grave. Saying his goodbyes and his last adieus. Paying his respects. And this is where you get <clears throat> some uh, little sidebar about Eddie and the symbiote and Flash. And even though Eddie was the first, he's not obviously not the favorite symbiote uh, host for the Venom symbiote. Um, Eddie knows that that was, that right was reserved for Flash Thompson. Um, and, he admits <coughs> and you know, even as Flash is dead, he can still feel the symbiote tugging to go to Flash. Um, 
And you realize that he's not actually at the grave. He didn't escape, kids. <laughs> he, he thought he was badass. <laughs> it's all a hologram. He thought he was badass. He escaped, and now he's paying his respects. JK. It's, it's a hologram. Um, like you said. And devirtualized hologram. And... And he's not even wearing the Venom jacket like he thought he was. <laughs> he's still he's wearing, wearing the shirt. Venom t-shirt. <laughs> or maybe Venom turned back into a t-shirt. It's possible, but... But there's not the given of being cold. Oh, yeah. Also, I mean, look, his gloves look like the... He's got the white on the... I mean, there's also the idea that he wasn't actually cold, so maybe that was just a hologram in itself. That's true. Or maybe that Jack was just for aesthetics. Who knows? The artist knows. Comic book platform. Um, and... Back into the interrogation. Um, in quotes? Nah, I think that's pretty much it. But you got, um, that's when you get back to the creator, and the creator starts basically telling him this whole plot and plan of what him and this organization have been put together to do. And basically um, they've done research and research over symbiotes and what they found is that um, just as they explained earlier in the comics where when a symbiote binds with a host, a piece of its DNA and its abilities and memories go to the hive and the hive learns and grows off of each connection Apparently, after each connection, the symbiote not only takes a piece of its DNA, but it also leaves its itself coded on top of the DNA of the host. So, there's a little piece of symbiote in every host that has ever had a, a symbiote on it at one point in time. And they believe they're trying to find as what is it he's trying to find all I guess they believe they can use all these portions of codex that's what they refer to it as codex these portions of the symbiote codex and combine them together to help them find ooh 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 I know combine them together to create one giant lion zord or captain planet whichever one comes first our powers combined so he shows him this tube of basically this Flash Thompson's DNA. It's the coating that was left on Flash Thompson's DNA. So I'm going to assume they exhumed the body and took blood or flesh or well, whatever they had. Flash, to was, uh, Flash was part of government agency, so it's not too hard to believe that they wouldn't have been able to get Flash's body before he was buried or even after he was buried, so...
But um, I think what uh, pushed Eddie over the edge was, well, you can see exactly what pushes Eddie over the edge was uh, Richards telling him that they're going to dig up Flash's body and do more experiments on it. And on goes the Venom suit and out comes the Rage. And he freaking smashes Reed's face. Excuse me, the creator's face. Well, this is where you get to see that maybe he is somewhat related to the Reed Richards, or that we know. He is. Um, he is. He's the alternate. He's the alternate world's Reed Richards. Just an arrogant Reed Richards. He's a Reed Richards from another world. It's, it's, he says it at one point. Because they said, he says Reed Richards, and he says, not that one. And I come from another plane or whatever, whatever. So he's from another world. He's from another earth. Okay. Or whatever. <coughs> Out comes uh, the Venom uh, suit and smashes on him. Um, and the symbiote itself separates from Eddie. And I would assume Eddie commanded this or wrote this into existence kind of like you would uh, with the lantern ring, I guess. Um, but he had the symbiote hold back Richards long enough for him to go and grab, uh, open a, I guess... It's a cadaver drawer. Yeah. I was trying to find the words. And Simeon it. It wraps him up, slams him in it, and I guess because the door isn't vacuum sealed, he can slither his way out or lose his way out. Um, and back onto Rock. Stop trying to find common plot holes. What? I mean, if you find a more door that's uh, vacuum sealed, kudos to you. Yeah, no, they don't make him sell him. But, um, so then, where you see him? You're in a warrior. I got questions. Oh, I mean, you could be getting paid. Getting paid, uh, getting paid. If any of our uh, listeners works in a morgue, let us know. I want to know if your doors are vacuum sealed. That's my coworker. You work with dead bodies. We need, uh, so he. He decides they need to get out of there because clearly he done snapped and all hell's about to break loose. And he comes around the corner and what's waiting for him? Hell. Because it's about to break loose. He gets around the corner and he immediately gets hit with the sonic guns. Boom. You start to see the symbiote go crazy. He slams the door and drops the vial. And that's when they realize, well, they still have it. Um, they still have Flash's Codex. Yep. And this little bit of codex, when they said they're able to get the information from the host or whatever. So uh, the symbiote decides that this is a good idea. We're going to break this codex and and bind with the codex that was pulled from Flash. Pretty much like how they binded earlier with Rex in the uh, previous arc to uh, increase their powers. Next thing you know, kicking the door, boom. We've got Agent Venom, arguably one of my uh, favorite looks for Venom. Yeah, it is. 
All of them had sinews. Also, can we take a moment and ask why Thanos is headless? Because this time Thor went for the head instead of the chest. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen that movie already. If you haven't seen Infinity War and you're listening to this podcast, you just suck as an individual because you really don't like comic book stuff. Um, it's on Blu-ray. I've watched Infinity War like four times this week alone. And it's just I Wednesday. know. I've seen it on the server. That's what I was talking about the other day. Um, and Flash actually goes to visit. Yeah. Not Flash. Eddie. <laughs> Trying to bring people back from the dead. Eddie actually goes and visits uh, Flash's grave. Um, and then you see him board a bus to San Diego. And maybe he plans on going to see his father for real. No, I think, uh, San Francisco. I think um, the reason why he goes back is because he wants to find out why the symbiote took him there in the first place. Like, I mean, maybe if he's there, it'll jar whatever memories. Like, why did the symbiote take possible, that? but then you have to ask yourself, why did it delete the memory in the first place? No. If it was trying to take him somewhere. Well, maybe it tried to take him somewhere he thought would be healing and it didn't work out the way he wanted it to. So they were the memory. <coughs> and maybe this could, you know, him going back could rejog them. And then you get a complete, complete change of scenery. Then you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And you're in a cave. Somebody with purple gloves. It's the Joker. Oh, wait, no, this is Marvel. But, um, you see this person, and they're talking... Oh, maybe they have purple hands. Those look like fingernails. They're talking about the darkness will survive, and it shall devour the light. And clearly, what, clearly this is some kind of null cult. Um, yeah, they're talking about our Lord, and he needs a new vessel. So, you know, and uh, then you see, you see them handing, back the, handing over the codex. A codex. a codex, excuse me. So this must be the codex that uh, Reed Richards was talking about earlier that was missing. And uh, you see this giant shell of a thing next to him. And then you turn next page and what do you see but a biohazard containment unit with the words C. Cassidy written on it. Yes. Good. Miss Charles. Good. Please. Whatever. <laughs> Charles Lee Ray. Um, no. So, uh, she's a, you see this and they've got the symbiote. So, this is the final square of book eight. And you say, see to be continued. So, the ominous thing to catch from this here is that within the next issue, we will be seeing the arrival of carnage that means gore buckets of blood um i didn't know this was bald though i've never seen him bald he's not bald if you want to know more about how clinton ended up in this predicament inside of this containment unit then read web of venom 
Karma is reborn. It's kind of in between. Listen now. Yep. So one shot, and they go more into the details. Is that what you were talking about earlier? Yep. Okay. It's one shot, and they go more into the details of pretty much the history of Cletus Cassidy and the things that he's gone through and why he's supposedly the perfect host for Noel. So this cult believes that he's the host for Noel, and they're going to basically bring him back to life. He's supposed to be dead. Um, and this, well, spoiler, I guess, but, I mean, we're, we're talking about it anyway. Um, if you go check that out, this is other, that's the other reason why I think they're going to try and link that previous run of Venom to this one, because you see Carnage in space, and it looks like the Poison X version of Carnage, which, if you read the Poison X saga, which, you know, if you're a Venom fan and an X-Men fan, go check it out. It was a bit campy, but if it ties into this, at least you get some affirmation. Um, basically, the symbiotes would combine with the host, and there was this other creature that they called the Poisons, and they were, quote, the perfect hosts for the symbiotes. But they didn't have an actual body for it to combine with. Right. So what they would do is they let it get attached to those and get the powers and then the poison would attach to them. And essentially they're supposed to like, I guess, eat away the original hosts in the process of the, the metabolism, the symbiosis, to become one. So in space you see this poison X version of Carnage, which was left in space at the end of it was at the end of the Poison X series. Really? Yes. So Poison and like, X and then Weather Venom? Or? Weather Venom was Vietnam. That was a bit Vietnam thing. Oh, shoot. Now. Um, so at the end of Poison X, they were in space. Right. And they turn, take everything over, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They kill a couple of them, but they shoot the carnage one off into space. Or whatever. So you see that one off in space. It's supposed to be like frozen to death and just dead. And then it ends up making a re-entrance into the atmosphere. Oh, no. Oh, my bad. That was Venomverse. Venomverse leaked into um, Poison X. Yeah. Poison X was when it did the crossover with X-Men. Okay. So Carnage was in Venomverse, but it was just Carnage. In Poison X, they realized that Carnage was an issue. So they decided to take Carnage and put him on their side. Or whatever, they they forced a different symbiote on them because they couldn't combine with them with the red symbiote or however it was. Also, uh, since we're talking about it, I thought it was really cool in uh, Venomverse how um, at, even after Deadpool. Um, <coughs> Deadpool was eaten. He was just such a wild card that he couldn't. Yeah, even, yeah. I was um, like, you can't tame the tame this personality. Yeah, he still wasn't even connected with the hive. They still couldn't tell what he wanted, was gonna yeah. do, or was thinking. Well, the other thing I thought was how would they completely consume Deadpool, or even Wolverine for that matter, because they regenerate so rapidly. I have no idea, but they did it. And then the Poison X makes it kind of 
it's kind of a, like a, I guess a kick in the nuts how they kind of just turn everybody back at the end. But um, yeah, so you see that Poison X version of Carnage and he gets sucked back into the atmosphere and that's how he ends up there. So he survive well survives air quotes re-entry in the Earth's atmosphere with no shuttle, no nothing. Um, much like how Eddie's symbiote did for him earlier against the furnace, yeah. his symbiote sacrificed itself for him to survive the entry back into the Earth's atmosphere through those flames, which still left his body retardedly burned and he died anyway. Yeah. And that's why Cletus looks the way he does. Right. So, um, I guess that would be it for today. Um, next episode, we're going to be trying something a little different. Uh, instead of doing a summary, we're going to be doing some reviews of a few things that we've read. Uh, Quack's going to read us something. I'm going to read something and we're going to read something together and go over it. Go over it. If you guys have any suggestions of some good, uh, comics or story arcs to read, please feel free to let us know. Give us something new to check out. Um, I guess I'm going to warn you now that Facebook this is recorded uh, ahead of time, so if you recommend something, uh, just be aware it might be about two weeks before we get to it because we're recording these ahead of time. So it's not that we're ignoring you or we're just not wanting to do your suggestions. It's because these are recorded ahead of time just to just so that we have content in case we miss a week of recording or anything like that. And I guess what? Facebook page coming soon? Yep. That'll be up shortly. Um, that'll probably be up uh, before the first podcast goes out, actually. Um, but that'll be up, and I'll drop a link with the second podcast, I guess. Um, so that not to confuse anyone. Um, that way you guys can start commenting and suggesting um also share subscribe etc etc hit that smash that thumbs up button for us that gives motivation that gives motivation um any hoosies uh would you like to add anything else no it's been real i'm out Prosper, I don't, I don't freaking know. Excelsior, R.I.P. Stanley. This has been an episode of Nerds Day Out. We will catch you next time. Pew.